This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, fair and 27 at the KVOM studios. Today is Monday. It's the 19th of February, 2024. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And for this President's Day, we'll have sunny skies, a high in the upper 50s, tonight clear in 34, sunny in 67 on Tuesday, Tuesday night, partly cloudy in 44. Wednesday, the winds kick up. It'll be a little warmer. High of 72 under partly sunny skies. Wednesday night, slow 59. Thursday brings a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms. Otherwise, sunny and 73 with gusty winds. Thursday night, clear and 44. And Friday, sunny and 65. Boy, the weekend looks nice too. Temperatures right around 70, both Saturday and Sunday with sunshine. Right now, it's fair and 27 at the KVOM Studios. As we congratulate our employee of the day, Darcy Long at Pinecrest Lumber. One obituary announcement to pass along today. Jolly True Robinson, age 87, died on Friday, February 16th. He graduated from Casa High School. He and his wife owned several businesses throughout their marriage. He served in the military for over 30 years, retired from AT&T after 30 years, and served as Perry County Judge for six years. He served on the Cattlemen's Association Board, was president for one term, was also involved in jail ministry for 10 years, served on the Equalization Board for a year. He survived by his wife of 59 years, Charlene Robinson, son Eric, two grandchildren, and his twin brother, Drew Robinson, among others. Funeral service for True Robinson will be today, 2 p.m., at Harris Funeral Home with brother Gene Tanner officiating Burial will be at Fowler Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Visitation will be this afternoon from 1 to 2 prior to the funeral service. Now 7.53 as we turn to news this morning. Plans continue to be made for activities in Moralton centered around the Great North American Total Solar Eclipse on April 8th. Courtney Martin with the local planning committee says organizers are still working on a festival-type event for downtown Moralton called Everyone Under the Sun. That's one that's going to happen from April 5th, 6th, 7th to 8th. So we're going to run that from 4 to 8 p.m. on the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in downtown Moralton. Um, We're still open to vendors and food trucks. They can sign up online at arkeclipse.com. It's absolutely free to participate. And you can also choose which days you want to participate. You can just kind of choose what works for you because we've got room for everyone who wants to participate. And we're just going to make the most of it downtown around Holyfield Place. As part of the other festivities taking place ahead of the eclipse, the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce will be hosting the Moralton Eclipse Concert Series at the Rialto Community Arts Center in downtown Moralton. The concert series features the legendary Pacers on Friday, April 5th, the Grammy Award-winning country duo The Kindles, featuring founding member Jeannie Kindle and Carl Acuff Jr. on Saturday, April 6th, and Hee Haw star Jana Jay and Friends on Sunday, April 7th. Tickets for each show are $30 and may be purchased online through eventbrite.com. A direct link to that site can also be found at arkeclipse.com. Martin says there are a number of other activities planned at the Rialto and by local businesses to celebrate this once-in-a-lifetime occasion. The Rialto also has other things planned. They're going to be doing some breakfasts from 8 to noon. Other than that, 
different different groups in the community like I said the Rialto has things planned I've seen um, the brewery is working on a special batch of totality beer uh, Big Cuppa has a special menu that they're working on for the eclipse for more information on local events planned for the eclipse check out the eclipse 72110 page on Facebook or visit the website arkeclipse.com 735, fair and 27 at the KVOM studios. Today's high 58 with sunshine. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch 736, Fair and 27 at the KVOM Studios. Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders has announced the Arkansas Workforce Strategy, a report from her Chief Workforce Officer Mike Rogers, detailing ways to grow and develop Arkansas's workforce. The Workforce Strategy's top-line recommendations are that the Arkansas Department of Commerce should lead the alignment of business and industry priorities to improve skills to meet employer needs. The Arkansas Department of Education, in partnership with the Department of Transformation and Shared Services, should lead the alignment of training and career pathways to ensure students learn applicable skills and competencies, which includes a realignment of the higher education funding formula. The state should provide services to meet the needs and goals of job seekers and employers through a statewide portal, training opportunities, educational resources and student funding, and the state should invest in regional strategic focus centers, which will align with key industry strengths already in place in Arkansas. The I-40 Livestock Auction in Ozark is the host site for this year's River Valley Beef Cattle Conference. It takes place tomorrow with registration starting at 8.30 a.m., and the program at 9, the annual conference hosted by the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture, brings together faculty, meat scientists, livestock economists, and extension specialists to share research-based information to help producers plan and manage their operations. Kevin Van Pelt, agriculture agent with the Conway County Cooperative Extension Service, says a lot of vital information will be shared with producers throughout the day. We'll have Dr. Maggie Justice, our beef specialist, there talking about uh, EPDs and genetic testing and how to use those in selecting uh, cattle and then um, also our economist Dr. Ryan Loyal will be there and then uh, Dr. Jeremy Powell who's one of everybody's favorites from uh, from the Fayetteville campus will also be on the program so it, it should be really good. The registration fee for the conference is $20 which includes a steak lunch provided by Farm Credit Services. Cattle producers from throughout the River Valley area are invited to attend. And for more information, local producers can contact the Conway County Extension Office at 501-977-2146. Conway County producers are also invited to the Tri-County Beef and Forage Production Conference Tuesday, February 27th, 5.30 p.m. at the Damascus Road Cowboy Church in Damascus. That conference is for producers in Conway, Faulkner, and Van Buren counties. Community-based nonprofit groups and others interested in supporting the mission of Arkansas Heritage 
are encouraged to apply for Arkansas Heritage Grants. Arkansas Heritage Grants are designed to help groups promote awareness and enjoyment of Arkansas's heritage, increase community-based nonprofit groups' abilities to create heritage-related programs, especially in places where they would not otherwise occur, foster cooperative efforts among organizations, businesses, and government to increase the size and scope of events, and create ongoing components to existing heritage-related celebrations. Grants cannot exceed $5,000. For-profit organizations or events are not eligible. If you need more information on grant criteria, you go to ArkansasHeritage.com. There are a couple of deadlines this year for submitting proposals, April 12th and October 11th. For more information, contact Deborah Fithen. She's the grants manager for Arkansas Heritage. Her email address is Deborah.Fithen, that's D-E-B-R-A dot F-I-T-H-E-N at Arkansas.gov. A couple of reminders from our community calendar. The Plummerville City Council meets Tuesday night at 6 in the community room. The Perry County Extension Service will hold a meeting with the Perry County Quorum Court to discuss possible funding for the Perry County 4-H program. That meeting will be a Tuesday, 6 p.m. at the Extension Office in Perryville. And a community eclipse meeting for the Pettyjean Mountain community will be held Tuesday night at 7 at the Winthrop Rockefeller Institute. Well, we thank you for listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, and we want to remind you that if you want to hear a story again, or you just need to time shift your listening, our News Watch is available as a podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, really anywhere that you listen to podcasts, or you can just listen on our website or the EAB Media app. The KVOM News Watch podcast is presented each weekday morning and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 741, fair and 27 at the KVOM studios. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. KV owns News Watch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Marlton's senior girls basketball team won the 44 district tournament championship with a 39 32 win over Dardanelle in the tournament finals on Saturday night in Clarksville. Lady Devil Dogs will carry a 27 game winning streak in the district's number one seed. In this week's Class 4A North Region Tournament in Pea Ridge, they'll face Shiloh Christian in the first round on Wednesday at 4 p.m. In the boys' final, Marlton battled back from a 20-point halftime deficit to pull within four points of Subiaco Academy before the Trojans came away with the 57-51 victory. Devil Dogs will be the district's number two seed for the regional tournament in Pea Ridge and will play Huntsville in the first round on Thursday night at 8.30. One of you earned two district championships Saturday night in the 1A4 tournament in Marlton. Senior girls beat Sacred Heart 57-34 in the tournament finals. Senior Riley Gottsmiller led the Lady Daredevils with 19 points. Freshman Kaya Simmons put in 12, and Senior Layla Terry had 10 for Wonderview. Junior Ayla Holzman led the Lady Knights with 11 points. Wonderview's boys avenged a regular season loss to Scranton, beating the Rockets 66-55 behind 28 points from Junior Rowdy Warren. 
Senior Landon Campbell added 14 points. Junior Ethan Kelly scored 10 for the Daredevils. Five teams from Conway County will compete in the Class 1A Region 3 tournament in Clarendon this week. One of you girls will play Brinkley on Wednesday at 4 p.m. The one of you boys will play Marvel at 5.30 p.m. Wednesday. The Nemo Vista boys will play Brinkley on Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Sacred Hearts girls and boys will both play Clarendon in their first round game on Thursday. The boys will play at 5.30 p.m. followed by the girls at 7 o'clock. And we will have the broadcast of every game involving all the teams from Conway County from the tournaments in Pea Ridge and Clarendon on either 101.7 KVOM or 99.3 FM the Eagle. Bigelow also took home double district titles. Their senior girls team beat Conway Christian 41-38. The boys team beat Cutter Morning Star 58-38 on Friday in Conway to win the 2A5 district tournament championships. Both Bigelow teams will be the number one seed for this week's 2A Central Region Tournament at Izzard County. And both teams will play Izzard County the first round on Wednesday. Girls will play at 7 p.m. Boys will play at 8.30 that night. Makai Mitchell scored a career-high 21 points and made several big plays in the second half, but Josh Hubbard sank a three-pointer with 58 seconds left to put Mississippi State up one, and the Bulldogs made three free throws inside the final 10 seconds to beat the Arkansas men's basketball team 71-67 on Saturday. That loss drops the Razorbacks to 12-13 overall, 3-9 in Southeastern Conference play, and they'll play at Texas A&M on Tuesday. The Arkansas women's team improved its record to 18-9 overall, 6-6 in the SEC with a 75-68 win over Missouri on Sunday. Razorbacks will play at Texas A&M on Thursday. University of Central Arkansas women's team dominated Eastern Kentucky in an 83-49 win on Saturday in Conway. Marlton's Cheyenne Kemp had 5 points and 3 rebounds in 14 minutes of action for the Sugar Bears. The Arkansas baseball team has started the season with two wins in the first three games against James Madison. The Razorbacks will play the Dukes again today at noon in Fayetteville. Former Marlton High School hurdler Max Long picked up his third win of the season already for the Harding University baseball team on Friday. Senior right-hander allowed one run on five hits with seven strikeouts and six innings of work in the Bison's 14-3 series opening win over Southern Nazarene. University of the Ozarks baseball team won two of the three games it played over the weekend. Marlton's Blake Dunn had a base hit in the game one win over Principia College, and Bigelow's Jacob Squires earned the win, picking a scoreless inning in relief with one strikeout in the game two win. Bigelow's Hunter Alexander earned the save for the University of Central Arkansas baseball team with the Bears' first win of the season, a 4-3 11-inning victory over VMI on Saturday. Former Panther had two strikeouts and a perfect bottom of the 11th inning to, to secure that win. The 13th-ranked Arkansas Razorback softball team went 4-1 at the Bear Down Fiesta in Arizona over the weekend. Now 8-2 on the season, Arkansas will welcome Illinois State, UT Arlington, and Wichita State to Fayetteville for the Razorback Invitational this weekend. The North Arkansas College softball team went 1-3 over the weekend. One of his Gracie Williams was 1-3 with an RBI in Sunday's 8-7 loss to Central. Approaching 7:48 now as we take a look at weather on this Monday, President's Day, and currently in Marlton, humidity is at 100% with calm winds. Barometric pressure 30.19 inches. Low temperature this morning 25 degrees. High yesterday 54. A year ago today the low was 30. The high was 69. No rain over the weekend at KVOM. Total for the year 10.56 inches. Sunset this evening, 5.56. Sunrise tomorrow morning, 6.53. And forecast calling for sunny skies today with an afternoon high near 58 degrees. Clear tonight with a low around 34. 
Sunny tomorrow, high near 67. Then we'll be in the low mid-70s Wednesday and Thursday for our high slight chance of showers and thunderstorms on Thursday, otherwise staying dry this weekend through the coming weekend. Right now, fair skies, 27 degrees in Marlton, 748 on KVOM, and Newswatch on this Monday morning continues in just a moment. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. Well, nominations are being accepted through the end of the month for the 2024 Arkansas Food Hall of Fame. It's now in its eighth year, and it celebrates Arkansas's unique culinary heritage. Arkansas broadcaster... And Arkansas Democrat Gazette columnist Rex Nelson is one of the founders of the Arkansas Food Hall of Fame. He tells us the program launched in 2017 to highlight the great restaurants and restaurateurs of Arkansas through a public nomination process. It is an institution whose time had come. We do love food in Arkansas, and I tell you, we have a wonderful food scene in Arkansas, and it had often been overshadowed by uh, those Texans and bragging about their barbecue or Cajun and Creole food from Louisiana or barbecue from Memphis. You know, we were overshadowed by our surrounding states, but we have a great food scene in the state. So we established the Arkansas Food Hall of Fame in 2017, and it has been a tremendous hit ever since then, especially since Arkansans, all they have to do is go online and they can actually nominate uh, in these various categories and vote in the people's choice category. So all the people of Arkansas have a say who goes into the Hall of Fame. The Arkansas Food Hall of Fame has received nominations from all 75 Arkansas counties. Categories range from the Arkansas Food Hall of Fame to recognize longstanding restaurants to the best food-themed events of the year. We only induct three restaurants a year. We didn't want to water it down on the front end, so we don't do a lot. And I can, I could probably name 20 off the top of my head, frankly, that will eventually go into the Hall of Fame because we have some great places. Now, you have to have been around at least 25 years even to be eligible for that category. So uh, that's a tough one. But we've also got other categories. We've got the food event of the year, for instance. Uh, We've got the proprietor, which can be an owner or a chef uh, of the year. We've got what's called the gone but not forgotten category, and those are restaurants that are unfortunately are not with us anymore but uh, deserve Hall of Fame recognition from our memories of them. And then people's choice, and that one is a straight vote. It's, It's whoever gets the most vote. The Arkansas Food Hall of Fame Committee helps select winners and is made up of a group of Arkansans who are historians, chefs, foodies, and food authors. The committee welcomes Chef Jennifer Mon as its newest member this year. A finalist in the 13th season of Master Chef and a Better Homes and Gardens style maker, 
Mom was chosen for her expertise and influence in the local, regional, and national food scene. Nominations will be accepted through the end of this month, given the growing popularity of the Arkansas Food Hall of Fame. Nelson encourages everyone to join in the fun and nominate their favorite restaurants, food-themed events, and restaurant proprietors. You've got until February 29th, so the rest of the month, to make nominations. So I'd urge everybody to go to ArkansasHeritage.com. That's ArkansasHeritage.com. And uh, can or you can just Google Arkansas Food Hall of Fame, and it will come up, and then you can vote so and nominate. So let's get voices heard from all 75 counties this year. Award finalists will be announced in May. Honorees will be inducted during a special event in September, and more details will follow closer to that time. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Welcome home to Hometown Banking, Patty Jean State Bank. Loans done quickly and with personal service. That's what we offer at Petty Jean State Bank. Hi, I'm Susan Gunderman, Executive Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank. We are Conway County's only locally owned community bank with four hometown lenders here to serve your needs. We will meet with you in person and help you find a personalized loan that will meet your budget. Come see us for consumer and commercial lending with a hometown touch. We promise you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. And our weather forecast once again on this Monday calls for mostly sunny skies. Afternoon high near 58 degrees. Clear tonight with a low around 34 Sunny day tomorrow, high near 67, then partly cloudy Tuesday night with a low in the mid-40s and into the 70s for the high by Wednesday. Partly sunny skies expected. Only mixed rain this week, that slight chance on Thursday. Right now, fair skies and 29 degrees in Marlton at 7.57 on KVOM. That is Newswatch on this Monday morning, February the 19th. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.